Hello, thank you for listening to and watching uh, You Had Options. This episode I have Brady Turner on. Um, we talk about uh, the three albums that he is working on currently. Um, talk about virtual reality. Uh, we cover so much ground. Great conversation. Uh, he also performs uh, uh, the Christmas classic, This Christmas. Um, we talk about the, the great Patty Bell, Patty LaBelle uh, video as well for her background singers. Yeah, thank you for listening and watching. Uh, go find Brady Turner at Brady Turner Music. Go find you at Options at you at Options. Subscribe, rate, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, thank you. screen that says actual recording is higher quality yeah i saw that yeah i don't know i don't know if they just put that shit there <laughs> yeah <sighs> okay brady hello hello we're going <laughs> thanks for joining me how are you dude i'm doing great i'm happy to be here i wish that i could be there in person it's too bad man me too it's fun doing it in person but you know i like your new setup you're Thanks, in Birmingham man. now, right? Yeah, this is my office in Birmingham. I have I have a thing of like wall string lights that I've yet to put up, but nice. Yeah, my uh the curtain this is my little home studio and the curtain that's behind me is like barely on the wall right now. I've got to fix it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make it look a little bit cooler. I think I want to put a shelf up with like my action figures and stuff. Some nice oh, stuff back there. Yeah. Yeah, it takes me forever to do that stuff. Yeah, like in a new place. Damn. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I've lived here uh, in Knoxville at this same place for two years now, and <laughs> I've been meaning to do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, definitely let it let it sit like it is. It's, it's not falling down yet, so it's fine. Wow. So, uh, you got... Do you have three albums you're working on? Or are they all done? Three albums. They're um so they're I would say that the originals album is in the is in the uh earliest stages, you know, mm. of production and stuff. I've got I've got a lot of material right now that I'm kinda like wading through and uh deciding what's what's gonna be pursued more, you know, and what's gonna become the final the actual songs for the album. I've written a lot of stuff. I made a lot of stuff on my Twitch stream uh, last year that has come back up that I might use. There's like a lot of, a lot of stuff to choose from right now. Uh, and then the other two albums, the cover albums, uh, I, I think largely I have a board over here with the stuff on it, but largely I have uh, all the arrangements and stuff done. And that's going to be just like a handful of sessions of just like recording everything live. And uh I think the mixing and stuff will be pretty straightforward for that since it'll just be like a vocal and whatever the instrument is. So I, I anticipate being able to release those pretty early next year. So is that a, are you doing like full band cover album? Or are you doing it's, like, uh, one is one is an album of like piano covers, mostly kind of stuff I've been doing on the road and, uh, and on TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then an album of like guitar covers, some of those same deal, some of those from shows and stuff like that. Uh, so I'll do like uh, some of them will be like acoustic arrangements. Some will be like electric piano or the like looping guitar stuff that I do live. I'll probably record a handful of those. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got pretty much everything picked out. So now it's just a matter of like after the holidays, uh, setting up a few sessions and recording everything a few times, picking the best takes and you know, doing a simple Passover. I don't want to, uh, 
do a large amount of like editing or anything like that. I'm going to just try to get the best takes I can mm-hmm. have it be sort of live in that, in that way. I don't think I'm going to record it with an audience, but yeah, it'll be live quote unquote. Are there, um, are there some songs that people wouldn't expect from you? Um, I think I'm going to record that Coheed and Cambria song, uh, that I recorded a cover of a little while ago. They like, they reposted it on their page and, uh, Ooh. And a bunch of Coheed fans like came swarming, like you have Ooh. to release this. Oh. And uh, no, they were actually really cool. I think <laughs> I saw, you know, of course you're gonna get a handful of, but but everybody was the Coheed fans are super nice. It's like people like me that are nerds and into like comic books and yeah. uh, and like it's I, I I don't know. I think it might be a little disparaging to Coheed fans to call it nerd metal, but it's definitely like it's very nerdy and fun. I've yeah. I've seen them live, so I've, I'm a fan, but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I would I would say that uh, it's pretty nerdy, and the people who reach out are you know people like me who are just like, hey, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean no, the co- But anyway, the Kohe fans yeah. were super cool, and uh, I want to put that out for the people who wanted to hear it. You know, so I think I'm going to put it on the album. That's um, cool. So that might be the the outlier in terms of genre. That might be the weirdest one. I also might record. Um, I'm planning on recording my cover of the Smiths. There is a light that never goes out. Mm. So people might not expect that from me if they've never seen me play like a prolonged set where I would throw something like that in. Uh, Cause normally, obviously I skew towards like R and B soul pop type stuff. Right. Um, but there's going to be a few of those. I also have dabbled with potentially recording my Paramore cover of uh, their song still into you. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Some good feedback on that one. Um, I did did a post where I said like it's the breakup edition or whatever, and just played like a slowed down piano version of it. I might include that arrangement. I haven't really decided yet. I think I'm going to record more than I'm going to put out. So I'll probably track everything, pick the best takes, and then decide like what's going to make the cut after that. Yeah. Hmm. Is it just you deciding or do you ask like um, your wife so like, or your brothers or Yeah, I mean, somebody? you know, Bradley yeah. uh, and, and Bailey too, a lot of the time I would send them stuff before it's ready to go out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I would say I like, like, especially these days, I like to send them something that's at least in the direction of like a full, fully realized thing. But they definitely, I mean, Bradley especially definitely has a lot of input on uh creative stuff because he just i i view his musical opinion and stuff so highly that you know it's always good to run it by him if i have yeah. a chance to yeah it's great musician yeah i, I yeah. think yeah bradley's still the best mu- musician that i know so yeah yeah you guys got a a good batch uh, uh i don't know whatever <laughs> genes because uh, i've met your dad uh and like he's he's not a he, yeah, no, I don't know. You, you guys got something. <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got something. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, there's a through line for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, I mean, yeah, if not in the looks, yeah, for sure. Like there's our quirks, they definitely <laughs> trickle down. But yeah, I mean, there's that, um, definitely a need to entertain that we all mm-hmm. share, I think, yeah. even in a social, way like i definitely get that from my dad just like wanting to have stories to tell and stuff like that you know what i mean um and that's definitely something i get from my dad i think but yeah i mean he you know he he's a great singer he has a huge loud voice he's like a doesn't need a microphone yeah doesn't yeah like yeah exactly um and our mom obviously was was a classically trained singer so yeah uh the two of them in the house growing up Definitely, uh, we definitely picked up things directly, not just through the magic genes, but also <laughs> through the magic genes being around the music so much yeah. growing up. Um, but yeah, I think saying all that still, Bradley is probably my biggest influence in in terms of production and and music and stuff. Whenever I have have to ask somebody, I would go to him first usually. Yeah, if I feel like I need to run it by someone. Um, and I'm fortunate now to have have more people to to like uh, to collaborate with. But he's somebody that I would always want, you know, to have have a word if I was going to ask people. Yeah. Are uh, are you doing all the mixing and 
mastering. Yeah, and... for the most part, I'm, he's actually Bradley's actually taken on uh, a little bit more of a, a role in that kind of stuff too, because all the last several things that I've done, uh, both the EP that I produced for my friend Heidi Gilson this past year, it's called uh, Daydreams. I, we recorded that here in the home studio, and uh, and I mixed all those tracks. But then I sent the stems to Bradley, um, and he did, like, a stem mix on everything. So added some, like, compression and EQ and, like, master bus, master bus compression, some, like, mastering processes. And then I f did the final mastering after that. So he and I kind of collaborated on the ultimate, like, final product. He kind of glued everything together. Um, and gave it, uh, ran it through his, I believe it's an SSL, a solid state logic mixer. Um, and BBL, just but, yeah. <laughs> added some really nice, like analog warmth and kind of glued everything together. And, uh, so I plan on, on having him do that kind of stuff in the future as well. So as, as much as I, uh, produce the stuff myself and, and have sort of a working mix, I, I feel like I always rely on him to some degree to help me figure out what needs to happen at the end yeah or what needs to change yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah and if you're like doing your own thing i'm not the royal you if you're doing your own thing and you're just like in this vacuum of like mm -hmm. i don't know what uh, what what is good <laughs> right you, you need another set of ears i don't know yeah especially if you're doing Namely, if you're doing what I'm doing, which is like pop music, music that I want like a bunch of people to listen to. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the dream uh, for like a bunch of people to like it or whatever. And or, I mean, obviously, I'm trying to make what I like, of course, first and right. foremost. But but I want to be successful. I want to reach people and I want, you know, I want to tap into like what's making people dance right now. And what, what are people like going to listen to the most or whatever? Um, what's going to make people feel good if that's what I'm going for. Um, and um, I mean, to a certain point, I don't know. It's, it's a balance for sure. Like I want to be true yeah. to myself, but I also, obviously this is my job and I'm trying to be uh, successful. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, do you ever get sick of like making music? Uh, not so much of. So, uh, not so much of making music. I don't. I don't. I feel like I always, even when I'm like taking a break, I uh, end up, you know, picking up my guitar. Or if I go on a vacation and I don't take an instrument by the second or third day, I'm always like, ah, I wish I had something with me. Yeah. Just for like even the fun of it, not to like be productive necessarily. Uh, but I definitely, now that I do music full time, uh, which started in the last I don't, two years, um, there's definitely a little bit more of a burnout in terms of like, for the first time ever being like, I don't super want to go do this show tonight. Like I've had a few of those nights where it's just like, yeah. I have to do this, you know, this is this is your job and it's better than having a normal job. Like I always, you know, sometimes you just have to give yourself that little pep talk. Like you're, you're not doing a shitty job that you don't want to be doing. You're still playing music. You're just tired. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody gets tired, but yeah, there's definitely been that, that because you have to do it, you know, um, it's easy for easier for there to be a little bit of a burnout feeling when you do those like background music gigs or whatever it is. Um, the things that aren't like the, the dream quote unquote that you have to do to make ends meet as a musician. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think I've gotten tired of it at all. I'm, I think I'm more excited than ever to work on new music. I, I'm super excited about the stuff that's like in the chamber and yeah. the stuff that I've started writing recently. I'm super, uh, stoked for people to hear it. And I, I think I'm a little bit more open than we were talking about collaborating and, and having other sets of ears and stuff. I think uh, like over here on this whiteboard, I I would move my camera, but I it's so precariously placed that it'll just fall. Um, but yeah. I have a whiteboard with with like a whole bunch of stuff on it. Some of it's notes for stuff I want to shoot for social media, and some of it's tracks for um the albums. But I have a list for January of people that I'm going to reach out to that I've been talking to recently that I'd like to collaborate with yeah. on the album uh, because I've made made some connections with some new uh producers and artists and stuff that i'm excited to to make stuff with and for the first time ever i kind of have some more resources to do that kind of stuff um 
just to be able to, because of that, like little bit of a bump I got on TikTok and Instagram, uh, I was able to kind of get the attention of a few people that I maybe wouldn't have otherwise who, uh, who we've expressed interest back and forth and like doing songs together. So hopefully I'll get to put some stuff out on the album with, uh, with some cool new artists that I've not worked with before. And I've never really had like features or anything like that. So I'm excited to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting on the, um, the text, the, you know, the feature, you, you know, get me in the, I'll, oh, I'll right, come up right, to the right. studio. Yeah, yeah. You got it. <laughs> Whenever the time like... is, when the time is right, I'll fly you out. Yeah. Send me, <laughs> yeah. Send me the, the, the PJ. I almost said the BJ, but I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> the the Brady Jet, but that's a different uh, that's a different thing. We're rebranding well. it. We're Are taking we, it back. We're taking it back. Okay, finally. From all those somebody's uh, gotta clean it up. Yeah, from all those perverts. We're taking it back. <laughs> um, uh, um Do you feel a pressure with I'm sure I've asked you this on uh some other podcast but like do you ever do you feel like pressure for uh tiktok and hmm. what you're posting on social media like do you um, are you do you feel so like bradley yeah. and i talked about this him and him and bailey came to visit a couple of weeks ago and see the baby and everything and uh and because there's no real rhyme or reason to it like people try to um intellectualize it or and obviously there are analytics there are things you can do to to get better engagements blah 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 and it's not like none of that works but we were just talking about what like a shit show it is it's it's kind of unpredictable in the algorithm changes and like recently i've seen people's views tanking and blah blah like um things can change in a you know day to day yeah Uh, so i don't feel a tremendous amount of pressure to like post all the time or like some people post three to four times a day because they want people to see it or whatever. And I just don't have it in me one and two. I don't, I don't think it would help me to be that guy. I think people like what I'm doing. Um, uh, at least the people that I'm, you know, trying to work with or impress or whatever. I don't want people to see me as like a guy who's on TikTok more than anything else. You know what I mean? Um, if I wanted to do that, if I wanted that to be my main way of reaching people or whatever, I would maybe post three or four times a day, but, yeah, uh, I just kind of got lucky. I, I somehow ended up on people's pages, and uh, so I do feel. I mean, I definitely feel more of a drive to at least have stuff on there now. Um, whereas before, I had like just a couple weeks ago, I had like 400 followers, and I was like, "This, I'm thinking every day about just deleting this." <laughs> yeah, and now it would be silly not to at least have stuff on there. Um, but no, I don't feel. Uh, I don't feel the pressure that I did at first to like post something every day or whatever yeah and yeah i don't know and like you're saying your your thing i don't think it lends its or yeah i don't think it would help you necessarily by posting three or four times a day because i don't mm-hmm. know your thing is and some people more... are just gonna get like burnout on that too like yeah you know you can be too much also i think yeah for but sure. also i just don't want to spend my all my resources on that. I want to work on my new music and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's all, it's all weird. I posted cause you know how reels are right in this, as of today at this, mm-hmm. you know, recording reels are, are big and Instagram is right. pushing people to use reels. Right. Like I posted a reel of me playing guitar, playing like one note on guitar, uh, last week oh yeah yeah i loved that yeah, yeah. I and like but i got like 70 likes on it or something which you know what i normally post yeah they're stuff, it's... they're really boosting the reels i've noticed people posting like uh screenshots of memes as a video just so they can make it a reel yeah uh, to, to try to like trick the algorithm or whatever and i just can't uh i hate it keep up with all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. um yeah i don't it doesn't appeal to me i have talked to people especially recently i've met with uh some other artists and stuff who are really savvy with that stuff and maybe that's what works for them so i don't i definitely don't knock it but i don't it no. like sucks the life out of me to try to do that kind of stuff i don't yeah you're just like chasing chasing something you don't know 
what you're chasing, but you're just like... Yeah, if I was... I guess if I was trying to do that, I would be doing, like, riff riff and vocal run challenges or whatever, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever the popular... Me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of, like, an insane amount of auto-tune. Yeah, and the... God, that's so... So be the original, like, person filming that has to be so fucking, like, cringy and weird, like... Because you gotta be, like, <laughs> whatever, you'd be, like... The, the the original person sings the first bit and then they're like now you go and there's like oh yeah so good. Where they're sitting there looking at the yeah reacting to it damn oh uh, yeah yeah whenever you get um on your for you page when you get lucky enough to see one of those that's not been duetted yet it's just like the original like you're talking about yeah that's a magic that's a magic moment yeah man uh, you know uh, if that person was on the street doing that, they'd be like, oh, this is a, just a crazy homeless person. This is person. a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. The line is different on the internet, for sure. There's uh, a lot of absolutely crazy behavior on TikTok. Yeah. yeah, and It's I'll, wild. Uh, I think the craziest stuff I've seen was uh, when I started going live, I started seeing more lives come up when I would open TikTok. Yeah, and that's where i feel like you'll see the most wild shit is just like uh at you know one or two in the morning on somebody's random live oh, like a yeah. multi-live the with witching like a bunch hour of people like yeah. arguing about politics or something and you're just yeah. like oh my god or, yeah but you also can't look away yeah or if you i don't know if you follow like follow um you know the shade room yeah oh yeah of course i follow the shader room and so mm -hmm. uh, some other similar um accounts and i'll get like weird uh my for you page is all like do you know who Blueface and krishan rock are uh, i'm familiar with the names but uh, all i get is like Blueface. Uh, this his girlfriend's videos now of them just like fighting and screaming at each other or just like <laughs> yeah there's so, so much just like trash yeah there's also like a scary gateway to like conspiracies and stuff. Like oh yeah. For like for young kids, it's a weird place to be for sure. Yeah. Uh, and there's like a wild amount of minors on TikTok. It seems like so it's creepy. But there's yeah. also like a bunch of cougars and stuff. Have you? Are you aware of this? Like now on my page, there's just like a bunch of old older women <laughs> who are like saying you should go through the comments on like. Uh, like my can you stand the rain cover or something oh, like okay older older people will say wild things on the internet not knowing that everybody can see it were they like trying to offer you i mean not necessarily not necessarily knowing i would read it probably you mm. know what i mean yeah uh just being silly but but yeah mm. there's definitely a uh, vast array of people on there more than what i thought i always pictured it before this happened i always pictured it as like 14 year olds are on tiktok and that's who's like got 30,000 plus followers but it's it's a whole it's a very weird world on there of different kinds of people yeah i usually i mean they... i know people who have like a healthy like somehow they've they've tricked the algorithm and therefore you page is just like cooking videos and like wholesome cat videos and stuff but that's not not me that's baby not how it works for me mm -mm, not me it's like uh i get weird independent wrestling videos or cool independent wrestling videos that and, sounds awesome yeah and yeah rappers screaming at their girlfriend or their girl yeah. their girlfriend screaming at them it's like a tmz type yeah yeah mm. oh i see uh, you have an oculus back there i didn't know you had an oculus oh yeah i got it i've got couple, mine down i, I can't ago. reach it but i have one. Oh, really so you got one recently yeah okay yeah, okay I was, I was messing with my brother's one uh over thanksgiving playing yeah. the boxing game and just like nice drenched in sweat because was it actually... uh a thrill of the fight yeah nice that's what's up. i still don't have that one but i uh bradley actually got got bailey and I, I i might be putting him on blast a little bit he he went he pulled out all the stops last christmas and and got us both oculuses for our Damn. oculi whatever the plural for two mm -hmm. oculuses oculi, is. Yeah. it's unfortunately the meta quest now but mine's still an oculus to me oh yeah um but yeah he got us those for i think it was last christmas and and i've been like obsessed with vr i got a better pc so that i could play vr games on the pc and Ooh. got super into half-life alex last year 
played I think I played through it twice, then I made my brother-in-law put it on, watched him play it. Um it's fun to watch other people play VR, I think. Yeah. Like for the first time especially if you get to be the person to be like, "Have you ever tried this? Put this on and then just put something crazy on." Yeah. Um especially like on the Oculus that has that uh I think it's called like First Steps or something. It's like the tutorial game, you know, mm. or you're like if you haven't done that, you should do that. It's okay. I think it's on the headset when you when you get it, or at least I think it was on mine. Okay. Um, but it's like a little tutorial game where you're like standing at a table. There's different stuff you can play with, like ping ping pong or something, and like rockets that you can launch and stuff. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm a uh, um, super hot fan. Yeah, I beat super hot. Like that was probably the first game I launched on christmas last year or whatever it was when when we got it that was one of the first yeah. things i wanted to play because i had played the 2d super hot on yeah xbox and then i think the whatever the like little extra that they released there's like one called mind control delete or something like yeah, that yeah. um i played that on the pc so yeah when i saw that it was in vr and everyone that talked about it was like just don't worry about watching videos of it, it doesn't do it justice just play it it's yeah incredible. it's fine it's so good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good VR game, too, if you get sick, because just being able to be stationary, you're not doing the, like, uh, what's it called? Like, locomotion. So you're mm. not moving with, like, a joystick or something, because that really can make you super sick. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of people's hang-up, I think, is just, like, motion sickness. Toughen up. Yeah, you just got to do it. This Don't get me started on this generation, Brady. <laughs> People, that's a that would be a really funny take, uh, because you're like this generation's so weak they need to wear their VR headsets for longer. It's a little bit like both ways. Ah oh, shit! Because uh, you think he's getting ready to be like with their Oculus headsets on, not doing anything. No, you need to wear it all day yeah. long. Just ratchet strap that it. thing to your head and just wear it all day. I did get a special strap for mine that like it tightens this way instead of the Ooh, strap. That's nice. Yeah, my, yeah it's, my, it's a little bit better. Yeah, my head is a bit bulbous, so I, I'm I'm pushing the, so the see, limits. That's of the, the thing. I yeah, I don't wear hat like this is like the hat that I have because my head is is too big. When I usually when I see a hat I like, I'm like, I'm not even gonna try it on. I know it's not gonna. No fit point. This, this uh, noggin. Yeah, been hurt too many times, Brady. Yeah, exactly. I've been let I'm, down too many times. That's this. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'll, but yeah, I'll, I'll have to send you. I can't think of what it's called right now, but yeah, I gotta I gotta big head man strap for my oculus yeah 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 when when you're doing the um the thrill of the fight man that thing gets fucking sweaty the, the... yeah oh yeah yeah i've got the uh like the little rubber thing that goes over the yeah me too yeah you gotta do that you gotta yeah. do that the first time i played um have you played blade and sorcery yet no oh yeah that's a must play uh that's a like a medieval sword fighting game Ooh. but uh that's another one where you'll get just drenched, drenched in sweat. I played that one without the uh, little guard and regretted it. it <laughs> disgusting. The little foam thing. It's so gross. If you don't, are you? Are you? I love are... that we got on VR. I will. You'll have to stop me at some point because I'll talk okay. about VR forever. Are people like? Can you and can you or me make like VR content? Have you looked into that? Um, do you just mean like like would it be video or because there are definitely ways to do uh I know that people like something I've been interested in that I've seen other people do, I don't fully understand, is like uh hosting a performance in something like VR chat or uh Yeah. Or a rec room or something, like one of those like community VR games. I there's a streamer I watch, a VR YouTuber called Habby. I think it's Habby. 247 or something like that but he does he's one of the only people that does vr videos that doesn't annoy me <laughs> so so i watch him and uh he did a stream where he like played guitar in vr chat or something and i guess he had his interface connected somehow i don't really get how you set it up but i think you have to have a, a pc that can maybe run the game uh so that you can like use your like in your case you would use your audio setup would send to it somehow i've not really messed with it though yeah but it'd be cool to be able to do like the way i used to do improv music on twitch it'd be cool to be able to do like a set in some vr game or something yeah yeah i've definitely uh 
considered it, but I haven't messed with it. I know people have done it for sure. Like Reggie Watts or somebody uh, did like a VR chat show. That'd be cool. Yeah. And mm. I mean, I know you can shoot video for VR as well, but I don't know. That probably is expensive. <laughs> I yeah. Don't I don't do, you, do you need a full room of like cameras, like 360? I, I probably. Yeah, I yeah. assume. Or some kind of really crazy expensive camera that's for that. I don't know. Because mm, they have like, they have like basically like full room homes you can get for uh, Steam VR and like probably for the um, main Oculus headset as well, uh, where it'll be like a rendering of somebody's whole mm-hmm. living room or something. So somehow people are doing that kind of stuff. I don't know. You need like a you had options uh, Steam VR home. That I can- <laughs> <laughs> it's just your studio. Yeah. So what? So what would that be? People in that? I think you can do Oculus. With like a. I I think people are doing that with just cameras. Like they're uh like you could probably do it with just like a phone camera. I imagine they just take like a ton of pictures somehow, and uh, it might be that you need a software or something to do it. But I've I've I vaguely remember watching like a video where somebody went around and took like a ton like hundreds of pictures and uh somehow you like put all, compile all of that into a software that like makes a actual 3d level design type thing hmm like it puts the photos together i think i'm out of my depth but yeah you get what i'm saying it's like a 3d image that's interesting but yeah you need to get into the you should start recording your podcast in the metaverse <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing I didn't want it. I didn't re I should have known, but I I didn't I had no plans of creating a metaverse uh, avatar or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, they make you now. Yep, yep, yep. Did you uh did you watch that? That just made me think of did you watch that really weird uh Mark Zuckerberg interview in the metaverse? They were like wearing <laughs> VR headsets. I've seen I didn't watch the thing, but I've seen I've I've only seen yeah funny clips bits of from it. it. But it's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty horrific. It's just like a very distorted version of the future. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I, I do know. I mean I love I love the VR stuff. I, I get people who think it's kind of like uh a fad like three D or something, but I do see room for it to turn into like stuff that's longer lasting like especially seeing like the ar stuff where they're adding cameras where they can incorporate the outside world into the games that seems like a huge thing uh because especially people who are like one of the biggest limits right now is like space you just have to have at least you know i don't know like a six by six space or whatever to play Unless you just want to spin around in a circle, you know? <laughs> uh, which is still fun, but it definitely, you can feel it. And that's how you end up punching like a hole in your wall. And you see those videos of people like punching their monitors and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's why the, that's all, uh, all the holes in my walls are definitely from me doing VR stuff. <laughs> not from, not anything. from anything else. Not from, <laughs> not from freaking out. <laughs> that's the oh. new, yeah. That's kind of scary. That's the new excuse. Oh, damn. I was was playing super hot. I got too crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Damn. Can you imagine the next, you know, they have like uh, pet fees for when you go live in a new place, go rent a place or whatever. They'd be like, do you plan on doing VR in here at all? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a $500 a month extra fee. (laughs) Yeah. You got to, you got to pay, pay the VR deposit. Yeah, or you got to buy the big apartment. Mm. You got to get the big room. Yeah, that's that's the dream, isn't it? Like, I don't need to be rich. I just want one room, like game room, that's large enough for me to play VR in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I would feel I would feel pretty uh, wealthy. I think if I just had a like a twelve by twelve, I can I can do a spinning kick in here, and everybody's <laughs> gonna get get hit. Uh huh. That's what's missing also is while we're ranting about VR is we need our feet involved. Mm, you need a f- feet. Can't con- kick anybody. Feet controllers? You've only got, yeah, you've only got your hands. A lot of games, you don't even have feet. You just have, it's just invisible yeah, past your waist. floating. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is cool, but it's like, yeah, give me some feet. <laughs> In Blade and Sorcery, they added a kick, but it's like. You press the button and he just kicks. So you're just like, Kick. here's a leg flying out of my torso. I don't, 
yeah it doesn't connect yeah yeah there's definitely pitfalls but yeah i mean i i was impressed it went from here i'll say this and then i'll get off of vr i remember <laughs> that i went to the void in disney springs or whatever it's called and that's like a whole like you put on like the whole backpack thing and the headset and walk around in like a space and play a VR game, but there's like stuff to touch and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so it makes it a little bit more immersive because you can walk freely and there's things that you can reach out and touch. So it kind of just starts to feel like you're in it a little bit more. Uh, but when Bradley gave us those and I started playing that, I was like, dang, only a couple of years later, they've somehow made this work in this little toaster on your face. Like, <laughs> It's so bizarre how it went from like, yeah, somewhere in this facility, there's a giant supercomputer running this game. And now yeah. it's like, it's on an Android phone on your face. Yeah. So bizarre. Damn. So would that be, you would be like on a little multi-directional treadmill type thing? This was, so they have, I see that a lot now, but this, the void, it, I wonder if they even still do it because it seems kind of crazy now with those existing everywhere, mm. like the treadmill things. But the this was full on like an office space that they had decked out with different like haptics like i remember uh, at one okay. point there was like a a mech droid or what like an r2d2 type droid and you could reach out and touch it and there was actually metal there so it felt like you were touching Weird. it uh and they also had cameras everywhere so you're like able to be you can move your individual mm. fingers and stuff it was very bizarre um but yeah i feel like that's not far away in the in the home setup they're doing that i'm sure like I know that the uh, Valve, whatever it's called, the Index, I think, has some sort of, like, finger tracking. So I'm Weird. sure that's going to be a thing. It's weird. going to be able to play the piano for real <laughs> in VR. Hey, man, go to a Cock it's of the coming. Walk. They're going to get rid of that player <laughs> piano, Cock of the Walk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's such a good specific, like specific. mobile. Oh man, I love it. it. Was that only for the people? Was that only a restaurant in Mobile and like Pensacola? I can't. There was one in Pensacola. Chain. I think so. Okay, I wonder if it was only yeah regional. Let yeah people let us know. But yeah, cock of the walk was this like country cooking. Yeah, yeah, type yeah. Place. And that was a Sunday a... after church. Oh yeah, uh, lunch. And they had a. That's where we took, took the guest speaker. You know? <laughs> the guest speaker, yes. Uh, yeah, but they they had a player piano, and they would yes. flip the cornbread at your at your yeah. uh, table. It seems like I remember like a pan breaking or something at some point at that place. I feel like one of the times they flipped the bread, it went awry. But maybe I'm. <laughs> Maybe I'm confused. I, I wonder if one of my brothers will attest to this. It seems like one of the times it didn't go right, but I don't know. It was yeah. I was a lot younger when it was still uh cuck of the walk. Because wasn't it also it was called something else after that? Yeah. Uh in the same place for yeah. a little bit. I remember we still went back. My dad was determined to go back there even though it wasn't as good anymore, I think. <laughs> it was in the same building, you know. You you can't you know, they can't say you can't, go. you can't go home, you know, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> home is not what you think is home is not home anymore mm. um that's weird there's and then what's, that what's the deal nice, with that took me back cock the walk yeah that's yeah. just like a i i don't i didn't think i would ever think of that place again and there it that's is amazing. and they had a uh, like i remember they had like 10 t-i-n uh, cups that you drink out of. Mm, yeah, I forgot about that. It's super I was, weird. I was just like, this fucking drink gross. water out of that? Yeah, or I'm like hitting, sweet tea? I'm, I'm like hitting it's my like teeth. battery. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nasty. <laughs> what a weird, yeah, what a weird thing. I guess, I don't know. They hadn't figured out mason jars like as a rustic thing, I guess, yet. Yeah, mason jars <laughs> weren't in the picture yet for like... <laughs> Yeah, this was those weren't around know. yet. No, well, that like was too you long know, ago. Uh, only in the past, like I, don't, I feel like only in the past, like fifteen, twenty years, like rustic has become a, a hmm. cooler thing. Like sure, like, like uh, rope lights, and uh, like it, you know, like the like the strand 
it's like a rope with the light bulb at the end yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, or yeah, like, yeah yeah or like barrels as tables yeah it's so weird because it's like for so long people don't want to think about that stuff of like people want like finished everything needs to be finished mm. and i don't want to see a wire or anything huh yeah mm. Dude, i wish weird. it was like that in here maybe one day i would like <laughs> i would like to think uh that i could get it organized but i don't know the thing is like when i'll set i'll set up my shit with all intentions of having it be like that and then yeah. uh then i will unplug everything for some reason at some point and not put it back like that <laughs> like or just like you know after i set up a few mics and put them away like at some point i just lose the discipline of like doing it in a clean way when i have to start over again like i i recently took everything out of here because we moved my uh upright piano in here and like kind of reset everything and i still feel like i'm already back to like it's crazy in here again (laughs) yeah i feel yeah i've i've had you know i've had this set of like wall like lights for like two months i'm just like man I yeah, I get the step, I get my little step stool out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, too much. <laughs> yeah, and I'll see like it's funny. I'll watch like a video of Rick Rubin, like in his studio or whatever. There's like no cables anywhere. Yeah, it's like what are those like? Like, is everything wireless in here? What? The... <laughs> yeah, like where does the wires go from this console? It's just like a. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm picturing the uh, the video of him and Paul McCartney, or not video. It's like all series, I guess, but of them listening to like the Beatles stems or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the All Star edit of that? Yeah, it's great and fantastic. I Gosh. laughed so hard throughout the entire thing. Like, I don't know why it got me so good. The editing on God. that is fantastic. If people yeah. haven't seen the. Uh, if you search, I feel like if you just search Rick Rubin, Paul McCartney, all-star, yeah. it'll come up for sure. It's, well, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, you got these two guys who have, you know, hugely successful music people. And they're also like, and the whole like filming of it, the way it's like shot, it's so like self-important, like just like mm-hmm. their own fart sniffing type, type of deal. Yes. It's just yes. to put smash mouth and and i love yeah i love that it lines up everything that they're saying all the generic like just like yeah and right here he waits and then it comes back in and all that kind of stuff just like everything lining up with the music (laughs) the chunk chunk on this part that's my favorite part when it goes back into the (laughs) him doing the drum fill yeah it's fantastic i uh I do think it's fun to poke fun at that kind of stuff because it's just like, I mean, I like, obviously, I no hate on Rick Rubin, Paul McCartney, but it's just like, sometimes people can be a little too serious. Like, yeah, it's not that philosophical. I don't know. Just like chill out a little bit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But if anybody's allowed to do that, obviously, it's them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself when you're recording? Do you find yourself doing something silly? Like, I don't know, not silly, but like, I have to have the room a certain way. Hmm. Um, uh, not so much. I mean, I will, uh, it's kind of funny. I will like, for some reason, be ready to go and then I'll start to record and just hit some kind of mental wall, uh, where I just like, can't. I don't know. I can't listen to my own voice. I'll just be like, like I'll do kind of like what you're saying. I mean, not necessarily the room has to be a certain way, but like, I'm going to make sure that the fan is off and like, there's nothing plugged in. That's going to add any noise or whatever. Um, and like get everything set up my mic stand or whatever, or get this mic positioned or whatever I'm doing right now, plug in my headphones, bring up, you know, get the mic hot, ready to go. And then like, I start recording. I'm just like, Nope, this isn't the time. I don't know why. I just know that this is not going to be worthwhile. Man. So that's kind of, that's in a way I can be, I guess that's a little like eccentric or weird to just be like, I don't know why, but it's not the time. (laughs) 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 But yeah, sometimes it it just feels like for whatever reason, physically, I can't do it. And uh, sometimes that's bitten me in the ass. Like, I feel like when I went and did American Idol, that for whatever reason, my voice was just like, nope. 
like it'll just close up. I was I don't remember who my friend Heidi was just telling me the other day. Um says they get like chronic bronchitis from stress and uh like they'll lose their voice around stressful times. And I feel like that's definitely happened to me. Like if I'm overdoing it, uh hmm. I'll just lose my voice. So maybe it's a fear of that. But yeah, sometimes I'll sit, I'll set everything up, take like 20 minutes to set everything up and be like, Hey babe, are you guys going to be out? Or, you know, is, where's the baby going to be? Is she going to be laying down? Like I'll schedule my time and everything. And then just be like, Nope, we're going to, uh, we're going to have to play some video games right now. Cause it's not, <laughs> it's not coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's where it's awesome to not have a regular job. Cause you can say, no, I, I need a few minutes or whatever it is. Like, I know that that's a super privileged place to be, but yeah. <laughs> would you, would you ever do a talent show again? I don't think so. Uh, I was, I was, I wrote somebody back on TikTok who said like, you need to try out for the voice because I did the voice this season. Uh, and they said, no. Uh, and I was just kind of like, I've taken pretty much every, every Avenue that this has to offer at this point, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm almost too old, but which is a lot of people are shocked by that. I'm only going to be 26 this year. And 29 is the cutoff for all the shows. Hang it up, man. Yep. You're too old. You're practically dead. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like they, I mean, I've got maybe one or two more shots if I really wanted to do that. And I just don't think I do. Uh, I think, like once you see the behind the scenes, of course, that's incredibly like disheartening. Uh, yeah. And then also I have seen the, what happens when you make it all the way through. And now I realize like, that's just not what I want. Uh, yeah. And that I would probably be deeply unhappy if I were to like win one of those shows. Uh, but I mean, who knows? I mean, I have like, I've seen people do really well that are, that are happy and maybe you don't win and you, you hit it big elsewhere, just like from the exposure or whatever, but you're not going to get anything from them in a monetary sense. Cause they like, they get everything <laughs> like you mm-hmm. don't get paid the whole time. And then at the end of it all, they're going to make the most money. And mm-hmm. uh, I definitely feel now having a little <laughs> bit of organic success, uh, Obviously not on the scale of somebody who's like won that show or whatever, but just having the ability to play music full time, I'm so much happier doing this even than I would be do- doing somebody else's records and like having to be on somebody else's schedule and potentially being under contract for all of the like rest of my like youthful years <laughs> for like a decade potentially. Amen. Simon Cowell's still got to get experimental face surgery or whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> he looks like a, have you seen him recently? No, I don't think so. He looks like I a feel, monster. Actually, you know what? I feel, <laughs> I feel like I saw a, um, side by side picture of like him now, what I guess was him now and him Damn. back when he was still on that. Yeah, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't look like a human anymore. Dude, it, yeah, it happens. The, the outside matches the inside, I guess. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. Simon Cowell. Now, uh, I, uh, I don't think I would, though. I don't, I, I, they, the real reason I think I did it again this year is because they kind of reached out without being prompted and we're just like, mm-hmm. hey, you did this before and, and we can make it really easy on you. You can just like go right to the, producer meeting or whatever and it'll be you know you won't have to like sit all day on a call or whatever i was like okay well i might as well but i yeah. feel like even that i don't see myself doing again just because like i said i don't i don't think that what it could bring is what i want anymore mm. uh especially having gotten to the experience of getting to go to the taping and meet the judges and everything it's like once you get past that point i think it gets pretty miserable um, Yeah, so I pretty much did the coolest part, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be weird. I don't know. To win that thing. Yeah. I think that it would start, like, as you got closer to the end, it would start to set in. What was, you know, that'd be an intense feeling to be like, I've already signed it. Because, like, I signed 
the contract, even though they like toss it out when they get rid of you. Um, right. Uh, but if I would have, you know, gone on, I had already signed it. So it's not like you get to make that decision later. Like you make it when you go in for that first audition. So right. they've You've got signed you away forever. If yeah. yeah, if it turns out that you're a commodity. But yeah, I don't. I don't think I would. I I've done. I think I've done three different shows now. I've done. I did auditions for America's Got Talent and Idol and The Voice. And they all felt really similar in terms of like, I didn't get any constructive criticism, you know, like you don't get to walk away with anything to do better next time. It's just like, you didn't make it good luck next time. (laughs) Uh, Even when you get far, there's not really very much helpful feedback. I guess maybe if you make it, you know, way in and you want, want them to help you with your image or whatever, that could be a thing, but I didn't experience that it was more just like no thank you (laughs) that's that's all you really get there's not even from the judges themselves i mean since since it was the first day and they didn't know me or anything there's not a lot they can offer you uh in that time frame so you walk away with pretty much nothing until the very end and like i said that's the you know i'm sure you're making money don't get me wrong but they're making most of it yeah weird yeah and now yeah i wonder how there's still a thing because now if maybe it's just for people who don't know that like instagram and tiktok are things yeah 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 i mean it's very weird because so i think at least with the voice i think you can actually go back and watch those but what's interesting is with american idol like i was putting together um that the videos to send Bradley when he edited my uh, crowdfunding video uh, earlier this year. And I was looking for footage of me on American Idol and the episode I was on is just gone. It doesn't exist anywhere on the internet. Mm. Like there's not a streaming service that has that season of American Idol. Like it's season. uh, It's whenever they first rebooted it on ABC. So at the time they branded it as season one. Uh, (laughs) And now when you look it just compiles all of them. So it says there's been like whatever 30 seasons of the show or what, however many there's been. Uh, but yeah, there's not like a way to go back and see the clip of me auditioning that they aired or anything like that. It's, it's sad. There's just like some pictures of me. So basically I think I have some phone videos of it, but basically without those pictures that I went and got off of like a Dropbox link, they sent me, there wouldn't even be any proof (laughs) that I did it. Weird. Yeah, it's weird how it just ends up on, like, maybe ends up on a hard drive somewhere if it's not all just, like, deleted, just shredded. Yeah. I think it has to do with license licensing the music and stuff. Uh, like they, they just don't, don't want to pay... spend the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably not worth it. Yeah. For the reasons <laughs> you're saying, I'm sure. Like, why would they? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Wow, we've been going for like 50 minutes here. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. We really did it. <laughs> we've, we've done it. What, uh, so is, is the GoFundMe still active? Is that still uh, we're done. We're done now. But if people okay. want to contribute to the project, I'm on Venmo and Cash App at Brady Turner Music. That's also my handle on all the socials. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll post that uh, nice. in the be- in the beginning here. Um, yeah, we uh, we're gonna have you do a song though for, in honor of the holidays. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the, one um, of our all time favorite holiday classics. God. Yeah, well, just the uh, we did family Christmas this past weekend and uh, had to watch the. Patty LaBelle. Yes. Where where are my background singers? Absolutely. Video. I feel like we talked about that maybe the first time I was on the podcast or Probably. the second time. I remember yeah, that's one of the early things that we connected on though was how good that video is. Yeah. Yeah. If people haven't seen it, they need to go see it. Yeah. It's a classic. It it that's should my be plug on... is the Patty LaBelle video <laughs> where are my background singers. Yeah, I like 
the 1996 yeah, national tree I know that Clinton or, was president still, yeah. so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The uh, way that that goes from, like, bad to horrible is crazy. Like, everything's insane. The sound is wrong. insane. Like, there's definitely just ringing and feedback. Probably from the fact that there's, like, choir mics that aren't there's no choir nobody's back there yeah and then her standing up there and them coming up on stage behind her is so brutal it was so brutal uh the poor she handles it like pretty well though i feel yeah anybody else sounds awesome yeah anybody else would just like walk away but she is like no sticks out through the entire song yeah it's great it's a it's a testament to like yeah just i mean she 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 makes it apparent that there's a problem but she's like i'm not i'm gonna go crazy on these vocal runs until uh, yeah. somebody gets my cue cards yeah and she's like uh yeah and anybody else could be like well the sound guy you know yeah. she isn't bl- she's not blaming anybody she's like yeah you know even Clearly with like- there was a scheduling issue like yeah. i would love to know what happened that they couldn't yeah. get the people on stage they do come out though yeah, they come out the like at the last chorus. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, there needs to well, be. Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna play. Uh, I'll I'll admit that I decided I don't super like my arrangement of this Christmas anymore. Before I decided to play it on the pod, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick a little bit closer to the original groove. But okay. that's that's it's the same key and everything. But uh, but yeah, I have I do have a version of this Christmas out there. If you want to hear me sing it on uh on your holiday mix but uh you should go listen to what's the single i did with bradley uh merry little xmas is what it's called on streaming services it's a cover of have yourself a merry little christmas but yeah thanks for having me big mike oh, yeah. i appreciate yeah, it yes yeah, stay on for a minute and i'm i appreciate uh you doing this again it's <coughs> yeah know, last last year maybe it's maybe you're just gonna be my christmas guest every year hell yeah i'm down uh, but yeah, uh, stay Hopefully on. Hopefully next year we can do it in person. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, but yeah, you you had options, Brady, but you decided to talk to me. I appreciate it. I appreciate and, it, uh, Mike. Hell yeah. And stay on for a minute. And uh, yeah, Sweet. we're going to listen and watch your rendition of This Christmas. Sick. Thanks, everybody. Hell yeah. Very special Christmas. <laughs> 